Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash entitled parents, and next, a word from our sponsors. Our next Reddit post is from La 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 Not Listening. I'm an intensive care unit registered nurse. A few nights ago, I was working our burn ward where this happened. Typically, pre-COVID, we allowed three visitors per patient between the hours of 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. During the worst of COVID, all visitors were restricted. All units, no exceptions. Now that things are lightening up, we're starting to allow visitors again under certain conditions. One visitor per patient at a time, 18 and up only. Everyone will be screened and made to wear N95 masks and two-hour visiting max. Pretty reasonable. Enter Entitled Mother. I'm taking care of her husband who was grilling when the propane tank exploded. He's pretty burned up, but nowhere near life-threatening. He's awake, alert, talking, eating, etc. Not on death's door by any means. I get a call from this lady positively screeching that she's downstairs and some B-word. The guest secretary won't let her come visit her dying husband and that I'd better tell her it's okay. After getting a few words in, I come to find out that it's because she has children with her. I explain our policy and she loses it. Incoherent words are screamed at me. I hung up. I giggle to myself that I'm so glad she's downstairs and this is a locked unit and it sucks to be that secretary right now. Well, in walks a super pissed off woman escorted by security alone, raging about how we need to let her kids up to see their dad because they haven't seen him in three days. She asks for the charge nurse after I tell her policy is policy. So she's yelling at my charge for a solid 10 minutes when I go into the guy's room. He's embarrassed. He can hear her yelling from his room. He apologizes for her. We chat for a bit, and I ask about his kids and how old they are, etc. He tells me they're boys, three and six years old. The lady is still with my charge nurse. It's been about 15 to 20 minutes that she's been in the unit now, and she hasn't come to see her dying husband yet. My patient then said, Wait, the kids aren't alone in the waiting room, are they? Uh Uh-oh, I hope they haven't wrecked it. So I run and check. Nope, no kids to be found. Because of the missing children, I consulted the house supervisor and we call a code pink. Possible abducted or lost child. In the event of a code pink, no one goes in or out of the hospital and all entrances and exits are monitored. I go to tell my charge what's going on right in front of the entitled mother. I say the children she brought can't be located in the waiting room, so we called a code pink. We'll need a description of the kids and what they were wearing. Well, of course they're not in the waiting room. The stupid secretary wouldn't let them up. They're out in the car. There's a pause and my charge nurse says, Oh, are they with more family out there? Ma'am, is there someone in the car with your children? I need to go. Move. Let me out. She's trying to push around me to get to a staircase. (laughs) No, no one can leave during a code pink. You can't go anywhere. To make a long story short, the police were called. A report was filed. She wasn't arrested, since the only other person to take the kids is in the hospital. We're mandated reporters and had to report to Child Protective Services. I feel so bad for the husband and those kids. And just a reminder, her kids were three and six years old. Leaving kids that young alone in a car is criminally stupid, and CPS should absolutely be called. Between their entitled mom and their dad, who seems like a nice guy but is prone to blowing things up, I wish those kids the best of luck. Our next Reddit post is from Downvote If You See Name. I'm one of the shift managers at a well-known and well-loved fast food establishment. We're famous for having some of the hardest working and most respectful employees in the industry. 
as a manager on duty, I make sure that my employees know I have their back. So today had been rather uneventful. The occasional spill here or there, someone got the wrong thing on their order, etc, etc. Most customers love us and understand when we mess up. We always make sure to make it right, no matter if it costs us a few bucks or 50. Cue entitled mother. Now, I was in the manager's office looking over some catering orders due for that day. For some reason, it seemed like the entire city of LA decided that today was a fantastic day to order all the food in the house. No matter, it's good money. I was in the middle of trying to call someone in to give the back of the house some relief from all the massive orders they now had to make. One of my awesome employees comes in and tells me that someone's at the front counter and wants to talk to me. I hang up the call and head to the front. There, I meet the entitled mother and her monster child who won't stop screaming. Your employee is trying to scam us. I ordered a large ice cream cone and he gave us a small. My new employee looks petrified and isn't saying anything. Not wanting this interaction to continue, I say, I'm sure it was an honest mistake. We'll fix that for you right away. The new guy immediately nods his head and heads to the ice cream machine. Ugh, an honest mistake, huh? Your honest mistake made my child cry. I demand you make that ice cream free. Ma'am, I can either give you a refund or remake the ice cream. Your choice. What? How dare you? You really expect me to pay for it after your employee made a mistake? With all due respect, it seems you already ate the other cone. Besides, at this point, there isn't any proof that a mistake was made in the first place. We'll replace your ice cream or issue the refund. The new guy is walking back with the cone at this point. Entitled Mother's previously enraged demeanor quickly changed to an almost creepy sweetness. Okay, I'll take the cone. Thank you so much. I sense something's off here, so I linger in the area. My spidey senses were on. The new guy presented Entitled Mother with the cone. As soon as he turned his back, I saw Entitled Mother ready herself to throw the cone right at the new guy. Luckily, my reflexes were fast enough to slap the cone right out of midair into one of our soda machines. I internally cringed, knowing we'd have to do an extensive cleaning on that later. Not wasting time, I immediately turned to Entitled Mother. Leave this restaurant right now. But now. If you ever come back here, you will be turned away without question. Entitled Mother gathers up her child, who is now screaming even louder. Your food sucks anyways. I hope you go under. I decide that escalating the situation would be pointless, so I just keep an eye on her until I can see her car driving down the street. I capture an image from security footage to put on our do not serve list. The new guy was shaken up, but insisted that he was fine working. I gave him a 30 minute paid break so he could calm his nerves. This occurred all of two hours ago at this point, and my blood is still boiling. Good on you, OP. It's awesome to hear about bosses who literally have their employees' backs. Our next Reddit post is from Destructive Goddess. So, this is generally a long story, dating back about 8 or 9 years ago from the beginning until now. My grandparents on my father's side of the family are really well off. They practically own all the lands within a small city environment that was inherited from my grandfather's father before him, and split between himself and his two siblings. They do business in renting out the land to companies, farmers, and homeowners, from my understanding. This has brought my grandfather's net worth up to roughly $2.8 billion within his lifespan before he passed away. 
My grandparents encourage a lifestyle where we need to make our own way within the world, but they're willing to help out with certain expenses such as school funds, rent, homeownership, and sometimes even smaller things like vet bills, shopping, etc. Now we can get to the story. So, roughly nine years ago now, my sister had graduated from high school and had earned a two-year scholarship to her dream college, but couldn't afford much more than that and wouldn't be able to buy everything she needed for those two years. Our grandparents had graciously decided to help her out with the funding. They paid for her dorm room, her transportation fees, her books, her food tickets, and everything else she would need for the four years or so that she attended. Even granting her extra money for anything else she might want to do on the side or anything she might need for school. This included monthly paychecks for gas and extra food. So my mom gave her our old car. My grandparents paid for everything else she'd need and she was off for her college experience. Throughout her four or so years of college, my sister changed her major three times, failed to graduate because of constantly changing her classes, and spent a good majority of her money on partying and hauling her friends around, taking everyone out to expensive restaurants and eating out often. There was even a time during her years attending college where my grandparents had overpaid. They forgot they paid for the year's dorm and classes already and sent in a double payment. And the school decided to refund their money, but sent it to my sister instead of back to them. She never bothered to ask about where it came from or who it belonged to. She just decided to waste the extra $12,000 that she got back on partying and eating out more often than she had before. This greatly upset our grandparents because she had stolen their money without even bothering to ask them about it to begin with as she was supposed to return it to them. This was the first mistake she'd made with them. By the end of her last year, she was supposed to graduate. Everyone decided to join together to help her celebrate her time and effort in school. We're talking around maybe 20 people who flew in from all across the country to join her. This included great aunts, great uncles, cousins, our aunt, our dad and stepmom, stepmom's grand crotch goblins, and finally our grandparents themselves. It's likely, although I can't specifically be sure, that our grandparents had paid for everyone else's travel expenses, including plane tickets, hotel rooms, and more. Our grandpa was in very poor health at the time already. He never traveled because it was hard on him. He was strapped to an oxygen tank and wheelchair bound at the time. It had been a roughly nine-hour drive for them to her college, which was located high up in the mountains, which only made it harder for our granddad to be there. So everyone had gathered together from far and wide to help celebrate her achievements and congratulate her personally. But my sister was in a pissy mood from the very beginning and conveniently decided to have a mental breakdown, which was basically her just throwing a tantrum. And basically, she just decided to say F it and she blew everyone else off and avoided them like the plague. She talked to our dad and stepmom and that was it. She refused to talk to our grandparents and ignored everyone else who had shown up before leaving the campus. I spent time with our grandparents and our other relatives in her stead. Because holy hell, that was rude. Even I hate her for that. And then I left with our mom to help her finish packing up her dorm room so she could move back down to the city. And by the way, she didn't help us. She just sat there huffing and being pissy the entire time we hauled everything out to her car. So we finished, and we got a call from our grandma, who said that we all needed to meet up at a certain place, because they had all gathered together at the hotel they were staying at to throw a very expensive party to celebrate with her. But my sister decided to ignore them and went to visit dad instead at his hotel, shortly before making a straight drive back down to the city. 
This was her second mistake, which greatly pissed off our grandparents and relatives. She didn't give an F. So a few years passed, and my sister never really cared, nor tried to keep contact with her grandparents, save for the one time she approached them to show off her boyfriend, and my grandma had torn into her over how disrespectful and rude she had been. To which my mother defended my sister and lied about the money she stole, claiming it had been her own. And eventually, in October of 2017, our grandfather started ailing beyond the point of return. His body was starting to fail, and he was getting ready to pass on. We had to force my sister to join us to visit him one last time before he passed. He passed away on the 17th. He deliberately, we believe, cut his oxygen supply off and let himself go after all their family and friends had gotten to say goodbye for the last time. So now it was just Nanny, and I swear, every time I visited her, she was going off about my sister stealing from them and being disrespectful, and how my mom was trying to cover for her, and I know. I mean, it wasn't anything new to me. My mom would always defend my sister's every action, good or bad. But I did eventually try to gently tell her to let it go that it wasn't worth clinging onto because it'd only stress her out and make her unhappy and miserable if she did. She didn't want to let it go, and I doubt it was over the money in general. I believe it was more because of her disrespectful attitude and coldness towards them. My grandfather had a will written out that granted all of us, even my sister at first, roughly $150,000 to $280,000 in a trust fund that would continue to grow over the years, but wouldn't be accessible to us until after my grandma died. And, well, I guess three years later, she still hasn't been able to let that incident go. Because we just got a letter in the mail from the lawyer about a week ago saying that Nanny removed my sister from the will. I don't blame her for it. My sister is a real piece of work. She's money hungry, spoiled, just bad in general. She's our mom's little angel, so she gets away with everything and never thinks or cares about anything she does. My mom got so angry about that letter, though, that she actually threatened to sue my grandma for removing my sister off the will. She went as far as to call my grandmother a bee about it, but chickened out of going off on her because Nanny is just one of those people you don't want to piss off. She instead demanded that I share my portion of the will with my sister, and I told her no. She's an idiot, my sister deserved this, and I'll never see it as anything otherwise. She only ever visited them for money. She never bothered to speak to them otherwise either. Whether they accepted her warmly or not, it didn't matter. She was extremely rude and never felt any remorse for her actions towards them or anyone else in the family. I don't blame her for removing my sister. As of now, it's my grandmother's money and her right to remove my sister if she feels it's necessary to do so. My mom is an idiot for wanting to take her to court over it. My mom has never seen a problem with how disrespectful and rude my sister had been and continues to be. And that's exactly why she was removed. My grandma says that granddaddy did it before he passed. Whether that's true or not, I doubt it honestly, but in any case, I don't blame her. My sister is like our parents. Greedy, money-hungry, and selfish people. Down in the comments, Iron Bite says, Don't flinch, OP. Just let your sister hang. And OP adds this, Oh, she will. No worries. I have zero tolerance for her at this point. I still haven't forgiven her for what she did at her graduation. I kid you not, my exact conversation with her that day was, Quit being so effing rude. This may be the last time you ever see some of these family members, and they spent a lot of time and money to come out here just to celebrate with you. 
And her only response to that was, What do you mean? Nobody in our family has died yet. Legit, our great uncle had died of a fatal heart attack not even a year or so before that, and she knew. She just didn't care and chose to forget about it because it didn't matter to her. I am not helping her at all. She got what she deserved as far as I'm concerned, and mom has no rights or ground to complain about any of it. They put themselves in this place. It wasn't unfair or unjustified. That was r slash Entitled Parents, and if you like this content, then check out my Patreon where I publish banned episodes that I can't publish to YouTube. Also, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcasts every single day.